0: what's up everyone my name is desi and my name is kim and this is how we we see see it it. welcome back everyone spooky season and we're about to get
1: spooky oh yeah i love this time of year well for a couple reasons like i love everything like fall like we mentioned like our fall well i guess you guys didn't hear that episode but we or was it the last Mm -hmm. time we said some of our fall favorites and then because of halloween like i love dressing up I love just being, like, unique, like, you know, you can be geeky, you can be spooky, and no one really judges you. So,
0: yeah, I know. I love Halloween time. The thing that I love about it is getting dressed up. I think it just brings us back to our childhood and, like... I agree. I don't know. Something about it is just so fun. But today we're going to be sharing scary stories, which is going to be so fun. I feel like this is going to be the perfect episode for you and for us just to have that extra oomph of Halloween, so spooky. Thanks for everyone who <laughs> sent in their stories and let's just hop right into it. Okay Um. keep in mind these stories are some of them are kind of long <laughs>
1: so bear with me. In high school my friends and I were messing around with a Ouija board. One night we had done it before and nothing remarkable ever happened. We usually did it to try out and scare each other or our girlfriends. We all thought it was a joke. That night, there was no one else home except the seven of us. We were all together around the board. One of the girls there wanted to try it. She had never done it before. This time was different. The board misspelled some of the words the same way every time. It gave us answers that seemed really historically accurate for our town. Things we never knew or cared about. Long story short, the spirit claimed it was a 10-year-old boy who had died on the property in the 1800s and was buried there too in an unmarked grave. My friend's house was a, on a farm in the edge of town. We were all a little freaked out because the board had never been so detailed and consistent. However, there was still a spectacle and we're... All assuming one of us was trying to scare the rest. Finally, my friend asked if the spirit could do something to prove he was there with us. It went to yes and spelled out K N O C K, knock. Then the planchette—I'm guessing that's like a board, the like the piece. piece of the uh-huh. board—stopped moving. We were just all start, stared at it silently, and then there was a rap wrap wrap on the window right next to us the lights were all on outside and there was absolutely no one out there we never touched the effing board again
0: that's scary we boards are scary to me have you ever
1: played with one honestly yes i have i haven't i'm i'm terrified like i'm terrified like just reading a story like i'm sweating my pits are sweating <laughs>
0: So it was in college that I did it. So one night my roommate came back home and she said that she had played it with a bunch of friends and she said that her grandma was talking to her through the board. And I, I didn't know that it was like a dark thing. All I, like this was the first time ever hearing about it. So I just heard that she like talked to somebody from the other side. Uh So my instant thought was, I wonder if my brother would talk to me. So one night all my friends were like, okay, let's play let's make our own ouija board so they made one and we were playing and like it was moving around but honestly I think it was just the girls that were moving it I don't think it ever really but it was like it just the feeling and like the darkness I I only played one round and then I left I was like I can't it's too dark too scary like just the feeling (laughs) was so bad so I was like I'm out see ya yeah I honestly would never because I don't like that dark feeling like
1: I love Halloween and I love, like, the the goofy, like, funny skeletons, cute skeletons, cute pumpkins and all that. But, like, when it gets, like, graphic or, like, I feel dark, I'm, like, peace, like, the same way. Like, I'm, like, Mm -hmm. no, I'm not going to put that in my house or I'm not going to watch that show. It's so
0: true, yeah. So, never again. Yeah. I don't recommend doing it. It just leaves you, like, with a gross feeling. Yeah. You know?
1: Have you ever seen uh, Paranormal Activity? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, those are like dark to me. Like I
0: can't see. And I used to love watching all those types of movies when I was younger. It's just like the thrill and the adrenaline rush. So uh, me and my friends used to always watch scary movies. But when you have like an experience happen to you, you can't, I just can't watch it again. Yeah. Okay. I want to share. So I've gotten a few audio recordings and there's one of my friends sent like three audio recordings. So we'll split hers up all throughout the episode okay so there was a guy that i went on a
2: date with one time and he told me like some story about the like what's it called the reservation or something that he served his mission on with like the skinwalker story thing that's one of the ones that's coming to mind so i think he and his companion were zone leaders or district leaders or something and they got a call one night from a set of another elders that lived like on the other side of the reservation and so they had to drive over there to go and see um this one elder because the elder said that he had gone to sleep that night and they had like seen somebody outside outside of their like um trailer thing over by like a tree and they heard, like, all these really weird noises of, like, sound like people slash, like, animals, like, running around their trailer. And he went to bed, and he said that his companion, like, wouldn't wake up and was, like, chanting this weird stuff. And um, they had, like, a random knock on the door of their trailer at, like, 2 in the morning. And there was, like, this random package that was left on their their door, And um, I think he had just thrown away. Oh, wait, the package was delivered, like, earlier in that day. And so they threw that just in the trash and didn't open it up. And um, anyway, so this other guy, the guy that I was talking about originally, he went over with his companion and they knocked on the door and they basically, like, gave that other guy blessing and then as he and his companion were leaving and driving back they like saw somebody behind the tree they like called out to him and started walking towards the person and when they got closer to the person like their car lights or something went out and they turned their car lights back on and went over to try to go see where the person was and the person was gone And, like, there was no place where the person could have, like, left. And it was just, like, one tree and, like, this, like, field kind of thing. So, like, they had no idea where this, like, old man, like, went. So they left, and they're, like, driving away. And it's, like, really pitch black outside, and there's, like, these tall, like, weedy grass things along the side of the road. And they kept hearing these weird, like wolf kind of like noises or whatever and every so often they'd see like the the grass like rustle around and as they were driving down this like dirt road going back to their house at like three something in the morning like they saw that there was like this freshly killed animal but they said it was really weird because it didn't look like an animal had killed it. it looked like a human had like cut off the head of the animal or something and anyways so that's that is scary so
1: stories. scary no she got me at like when they're in the car and they didn't see that person anymore mm-hmm. that that's like my worst nightmare right I there don't know,
0: like i can't imagine creepy things happening in the middle of the night yeah especially like on your mission when you're not with your family like you can't go running back home i don't know so scary uh, no wait Like, no.
1: Like, I was biting my nails when she was <laughs> saying that because I, I just cannot do that. I can't. I can't even picture myself. I do not know what I would do in a situation if I was in that situation.
0: I know. <laughs> um Do you know what a skinwalker is? No. Okay, I was going to say we should look it up because there's another story that someone sent with a skinwalker in it.
1: I think of skinwalker like the walking dead. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. I know it has
1: something to do with like Native Americans. yeah. It says, like, in Navajo culture, a culture skinwalker is skin a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or dis- distinguish themselves as an animal. The term is never used for healers.
0: Let me see a picture. Scary. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Mm. No, thank you. Okay, let's go. On oh, to there the you next.
1: go. Here's a better one. Because those are more, like, drawings, yeah. but these
0: are, like, real. Ooh goodbye. (laughs) Okay, I'll read the next one. So this one says, one night I woke up for some reason. My cat had also woken up and I was just staring at and was just staring at something. My husband and son were sleeping next to me. I looked over to my right and there was a little boy standing over me down by my legs and reaching over to me. I rubbed my eyes a few times and he was still there. I looked down at his feet and got to his face and he just disappeared. He was a misty white color and his hair was kind of a bowl cut. I laid there for about 20 minutes wondering what to do. No to the bowl cut. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I woke my husband up and we talked about it, but there was no negative feeling from, from whatever it was. But the next day I had the worst feeling of of dread to the point I was in tears while we were out shopping. It was super weird. In the feeling disappeared a few hours later. I've had a lot of spooky random things happen to me. Same with my husband. But that is the most recent no that's scary that is scary no to the bowl cut (laughs) like it's already scary with kids when kids are involved but add the bowl cut and it's 10 10 times times yeah
1: (laughs) i don't like the like the stories like disappearing stories like the other the recent one that we just read and then this one like when people disappear it's like
0: no thank you yeah no goodbye yeah (laughs) man oh my goodness
1: okay here's the next one this is really helping my reading skills because <laughs> Des reads them for like perfectly like not even and then I'm like Okay, anyway. Okay, so this story is a bit sad and intense and major trigger warning it involves death and murder. I never want to cover it on my channel because it's a really touchy to- topic around my small town and I feel it'd be disrespectful, but obviously you're across the country, so I don't feel as guilty. When I was young I had this sweet old lady neighbor named Telema. Thelma. Oh <laughs> Telema Thelma. She was eighty three and one of the kindest souls. I've always bonded with the older with older people from a young age and we clicked. Same. <laughs> I went to her house almost every day. Our backyard fences connected and she would always call my land, landline to say she made a fresh batch of chicken and dumplings for me and I'd go I'd go to reach over the fence to grab it anyways in 2007 I was barely 8 years old she was brutally murdered in her own home stabbed multiple times and throat slit her grandfather was one the one who found her the reason this is somewhat my scary story is that since our backyards were back to back there were visible footprints in the snow in my backyard that led to her fence and ultimately her back door. So it was all crossed off with caution tape and was considered a part of the crime. Her case is still unsolved and there's a lot of suspicion on her grandson who I was around on many occasions, but he was ultimately not charged even though I fully believe it was him to this day.
0: That is so sad. That is really sad. I'm just thinking of the sweetest old grams. I know. I know and then she and gets then murdered brutally too yeah and just like well
1: i think the scary thing about that is like i don't know like my grandma like you really like she's kind of independent you know and like no one really visits her like unless we go so it's not like like you know like how we visit each other we check up on each yeah. other like i don't know so like she could have been dead for like a couple of days and like sitting in her yeah. home like like oh, that it's so
0: sad yeah but also scary to think that, like, the murderer walked through your backyard.
1: Yeah. Or it could have you. Imagine. Be- you were hanging out with them. Yeah. Like, you fully trusted that person.
0: Yeah. Murders are scary, dude.
1: I know. I don't even know how you get to that point to, like, think like it it's okay to do that to someone.
0: I don't either. It's so sad. It is really sad. Ugh. Man, poor, oh man. poor grams. All right. I'm going to share one of my own stories ready for this i feel like you have so many <laughs> scary stories just this one okay okay so one time when i was like in high school i think i was a freshman at my dad's house i lived in the basement and it was just me and my sister and then there was like i wish i could show you the layout of our house but when you go downstairs there's a hallway that you have to go through and then you have to like turn the corner a little bit and then there's our two bedrooms and at the very end of the hall is a bathroom. So one night I woke up, also a key part of the story is that um, in the hallway, when you go through the hallway, the only way the light turns on is if you walk by it. So it's like a motion sensor light. So (laughs) one night I hear like the Tickle Me Elmo go off in the hallway and I was like, what the heck? It's in the middle of the night. Like, why are my brothers up playing? And I see under the door that the light had turned on too. So I go up to see go out to see what they're doing and when I go out there's nobody there's nobody out there. And I was like, "What the freak? Tickle me almost just going off." And then suddenly the GeoTracks go off. Do you know what GeoTracks are? Uh-huh. Yeah. They're like the trains. Yeah. And the only way that the trains move is if you push the remote forward. And there was no one there to like push the remote or anything, so like the train is going off by itself, just going around in circles. So I quickly, like, run into my bed. So there was some creepy stuff going on in the hallway. What? It was creepy. Did you see, like, a shadow or anything? No. Oh, that would have been... Mm. I just remember that the Tickle Me Elmo was going off multiple times, and then that train. It was scary. And nothing. Nothing. You didn't see anything. Oh, man, no. No, 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 no. No, thank you. <laughs> no. No, thank you. I just remember, like, covering my head, saying a prayer over and over, like, please keep me safe. <laughs>
1: yeah. Every time I'm scared, I um, sing the the hymn, like Heavenly Father, are you really there? <laughs> because,
0: <laughs> are you really there? Because I need your help. <laughs> I need you right
1: now. <laughs> I do that multiple uh, times. Oh, yeah. I think of the worst case scenario when I'm by myself, like those type of things do, happening. And um, every year Taylor goes out to like um, do something with like the church. And it's like the worst time of my life like I cry I sleep with a bat next to me because I'm like I, if something happens like or I don't know like things like that I don't know what I would do like I would freak I'd probably run to your house <laughs> and like can I sleep on your couch
0: totally yeah, I know what you're saying
1: I don't have like any like scary stories that ha- have happened to me but I know like in my mission this area that I serve these two elders lived in um a barn that's been there for like years like it was a family orchard and they had like this cute little red barn and so it kind of looked like old and like ruggish (laughs) ruggish um but I remember one night we were eating dinner um with the elders and then our bishop they had the sisters over as well and they were talking about their home and they're asking um The bishop if they can go re-bless the the house because they saw really like sketchy scary things um they they said that um they were just laying down and they would see like shadow like a shadow of a person like walking in the middle of the night like like you know like when the reflection hits like the walls and stuff but it was just them two living in that in that barn so the companion would turn around and the companions like laying on the couch, but they would see a shadow and it was just like a really creepy, like not good feels. And then also my Bishop lived in like the middle of the woods. And so like, it was just scary when they told the story and it happened like multiple times and it has happened to like other missionaries as well. I remember one of the missionaries also said like, he felt like someone was pulling his leg in the middle of the night. Um, and so it was just like really creepy, like not good feels. Like I felt like dark in that moment and I didn't like it. I was like, can you not say that? I was like closing my, I was like covering <laughs> my stop. ears, like in almost in tears because
0: when you start pulling legs, <laughs> it was the pulling legs for me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here's another voice message. Let me find it. Okay. This one is pretty long. So buckle down. Okay. I hope you're ready to hear my story. I actually don't talk about this
3: a lot. This is the reason why I don't even watch scary movies. Like, I had such a real experience that it was like the most freaky thing in my life. And anyways, we'll tell you the story. Um, and then I probably will sleep with the light on. Um, When I was in high school, um, I grew up in Pleasant Grove, Utah. There was a park called Battle Creek Park. And if you're in Utah, you know that that was like a big area where, um, Indians, like there was a, a war and Indians pretty much got slaughtered. And Indians have a lot of spirits and, um, if you're like familiar with skinwalkers, um, if you believe it or not, um, that is a hundred percent what my experience was. So, if you want to talk about skinwalkers and what they are first, you're more than welcome to do that. But um I was supposed to hang out with these kids in high school, these three boys, and I was supposed to meet them up at Battle Creek Park. Well, they call me and are like in a panic, like freaking out, saying that they went through these trees at Battle Creek Park and something transformed and one of the kids I was with who was possessed and me just out of church. And I'm just kind of like, mm, what? Like kind of freaking out, but like, what? They just got spooked scared, right? So we pull up to this church, and we're waiting for the other kid's dad to come to give the kid just kind of like a blessing. And um, when I showed up, I mean, this kid, he was like, Back in the day, at least in high school, he was just so, like, did not believe it. Out of all the ones, probably was, like, the least one to ever have something like this happen to him. But, apparently, when they were up at Battle Creek Park, there's what's called, um like, an opening. Like, if you go through a... Like, it's like a... Where... Like, a different world, realm, kind of thing. Um, These two trees. And if you're want to watch something that's kind of like that skinwalker ranch so which is another place in utah that a lot of stuff like this happens well that's known to happen up here too because that's where a lot of indians got slaughtered well they said that they walked through these two trees and they saw not even a person like this thing that was huge in front of them and then um my friend like full-on like black eyes he had blood coming down his nose so they ran as fast as they could while the sink followed them and transformed into a cat and it jumped onto their car and followed them to the church but would not go in the church parking lot like the cat or the figure stayed on like outside of the church grounds i did not see what happened and i did not go there but i will tell you the feeling and the eeriness, and what I saw in him was 100% real, and it was not good, and it was not good energy, and it was seriously the most terrifying thing of my entire life, and I saw his eyes. They were black. He had blood coming down his nose, and he was just, like, sitting there. He was just, like, not there, and he was, like, the most, most fun, outgoing, like, kid ever. Well, this kid's dad come and kind of gives him, I think... I think they're I mean they're not LDS so it was like a like a Catholic or something. But anyways, it was still just like a blessing in telling him that this thing is not allowed to take him over. I saw his eyes go back back forward and he was like there. Like it was seriously the most eerie feeling of my entire life. And I guess when um that happened everyone cuz I couldn't see the cat but I felt, I mean, I felt the energy, like, it was, and saw, like, he was full possessed by something, like, I have chills, I don't talk about it, and it's funny, because, um, when this happened, I, like, made my sister sleep with me, I could not sleep for days, I just, in my head was, like, saying, like, the US bad energy, you are not allowed here, I do not watch scary movies, because I 100% tell you, if you seek something, um, something happens, and so I don't, I'll watch, like, in suspenseful movies, but I will never again watch something that has to do with, like, possession or something like that, because it was so scary, so more of the story is, if you want to be spooked out and you're scared, you can go to Battle Creek Park, but warning, there's a 100% something there, and, I mean, I go there all the time during the day and, like, do the hikes there and have never felt anything. But I honestly say a prayer every time I go. I think it's when you're looking for something. Um, My dad, when he was – when I came home and told him what happened, he, like, freaked out and said, because he grew up in Puzzle Grove and said, you did not go up to Battle Creek, did you? And I said, no, and told him, like, what happened. And something happened to my dad. I did not know what happened, but – when he was a teenager, something happened. I think he was probably messing with something. He wasn't supposed to pick a Ouija board. And to this day, I know that in his house, he's when he was younger, he saw a red figure. And both my sisters have lived in my grandparents' basements, plus my dad. And everybody has seen it and felt that energy at times. So I don't know what's real, what's not real. But spooky, spooky, do not i feel like i mess with those things but um if you want to look up more utah and skinwalkers, there is a lot in like AS canyon up there pretty much anywhere where there were like indian or indian scots water but so there's my spooky story now i probably am gonna have to like watch disney
0: so that is like the spookiest story of all time mm-hmm. i think that's so scary especially like when the guy was possessed yeah that's so scary I think, it, like, the fact
1: that she saw his, like, eyes black and then his nose was, like, dripping,
0: like, with blood, I think that's what... That's what gets you, and you know that something, like, actually happened. Yeah. Yeah. And,
1: I don't know, when you have the personality of, like, happy, like, your happy spirit, and then you turn into, like, not so happy, like, and then she's feeling all those, like, bad, like, energy and, like, all that, like, I totally, like, I feel like I felt... Not necessarily everything that she felt like, but I felt like it was real, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: like the way she explained it, you know that it was something that actually happened and there was spooky stuff going on. Yeah. Have you ever been to I never been, uh uh-uh. uh. I never heard of it or anything like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, I've never I didn't grow up in Utah, so I've never I've heard of Battle Creek like the hikes. Like I've done a hike there before, but I've never heard of like the the spookiness and stuff.
0: Yeah. So I would never ever mess with something like that like when you know like that a certain location or place is there's been stuff that has happened there and you have heard stories like I would never mess with that
1: yeah there's a place in Vegas I was trying to look it up um I remember going there twice but it's like it used to be it's been there for like hundreds and hundreds of years but um apparently it's like haunted and they like do haunted houses there and stuff and so I remember like a field trip we we would go to this place I cannot find it from the life of me, but it was even like, what is that show when they like Ghostbusters mm-hmm. or like is that a show? Mm-hmm. Um, they even like filmed.
0: Oh, like where they go like ghost hunting? Yes.
1: Okay. Um. So they like even like filmed Ghostbusters. Bugs Ghostbusters. <laughs> and you're like yeah. Um. They even filmed um like a a show episode um at that place. I don't know. Remember exactly what it is, but um, there's like so many spooky like things I've have happened there and there's like even like a school and like the old desk that like kids used to like study on and like um the wheel you know like the what is that called the you spin and you sit on it yeah I don't know but sometimes it just spins by itself and it like it's not really windy down there so it's kind of like creepy and I don't know I I get so many bad feels every time I go there like I haven't been there for years but I don't plan on going anytime soon or go like I refuse to go into a haunted house like in that place because I know like I mean people live there like their spirits I feel like are are there you know and like I don't want to piss anyone off
0: <laughs> oh yeah I definitely think that there are good and bad spirits and I think like if you ever have an experience where something does scary happen to you the best thing to do is just to brush it off like yeah even if it was so scary like don't give it the attention that it wants you yeah. know what i'm saying i think that's like the best
1: manifest positive
0: vibes yeah. to it just like be like mm. whatever <laughs>
1: <laughs> but i know. love how she threw in like i'm gonna watch disney because i that's definitely yeah. like me like I'm, I, after would've... a
0: scary movie too like i have to turn on a happy show because if you like let those thoughts linger in your brain like your imagination goes yeah. wild so <laughs> i always watch new girl after
1: Oh, really? Yes. I just put on, like, a random, like, I don't know, like, Paw Patrol or
0: something. <laughs> yeah, something silly. good. Okay, the next story says, About five years ago, my mom started dating a guy she met on a dating site. The part is fine. That part is fine. I had recently started dating the woman who would later become my wife, and we had met online. I'll just refer to her as my wife for this story. Anyway, my my wife and I never... Really liked this guy. We didn't think he was mean or anything like that. Just a creepy, just a little creepy. He was quiet. He kept his eyes closed a lot. Oh, I don't know why that's creepy, but keeping his eyes closed a lot. Yeah. Mm. Okay. going. Oh, okay. That? That? <laughs> and, okay. <laughs> and occasionally said odd things like offering my wife a chocolate and then popping one in his mouth, closing his eyes and moaning as he let it, <laughs> as he let it melt in his mouth. One time, my wife and I were visiting my mom, but she got called into work, so we waited at her house. Her boyfriend was over, but he spent the entire several hours just hanging out in her bedroom with the door closed. Just before Christmas, my mom and this guy started having some difficulties. My wife and I were visiting for the holidays, and she dropped all of her problems on us, and we listened carefully and told her our opinions and suggested that she would be better off without him. She already had her mind made up and decided to break up with him on christmas eve we spent that night at my mom's and got up early on christmas morning to visit my dad at his house we didn't plan to spend the night at my dad's but we got snowed in which was actually nice which was actually a nice christmas surprise the next day we left as soon as we could get through the snow and my wife suggested that we stop by my mom's house on the way so that we could see if she was okay my wife just had a really bad feeling about my mom's now ex-boyfriend my mom's car was in the driveway But that doesn't mean much because she lives close enough to work that she often walks and it hadn't snowed in her town. She also never locks her door, which drives me crazy, so we let ourselves in. That's when we see blood oozing out of the refrigerator's water dispenser. What? (laughs) (laughs) It had filled up the spill container and was leaking onto the floor and had made a puddle. My wife screamed and I freaked out. I fully expected to see my mom's head in the freezer. That would be terrifying. Okay. I nervously opened the freezer to find a bag of frozen cherries that had been opened, crammed into the freezer so that it fell onto the ice dispenser and melted. I thought my mom was decapitated (laughs) by her creepy (laughs) ex-boyfriend. I love that. That was like a funny, spooky one. I love that. I was expecting the worst of the worst. Oh, yeah. That was great. Good story. Whoever sent it. (laughs) Uh, I was gonna say, watch it be like some sort of fruit. You and your yeah, oh, was right. I was going the complete office. I'm like she. She's beheaded. <laughs> she's in there. <laughs> she's her, gone.
1: Her whole body has been probably in different parts in butcher paper. Like,
0: okay, <laughs> here's another okay. audio.
2: Okay, I thought of another one that I probably told you, but I don't know, like if you want like spooky, kind of scary, or like actually like kind of scary, scary, but. Anyways, there was one time I was living in my apartment up at BYU-Idaho and, like, my com- my my companions, my roommates were kind of, like, not doing things they should have probably been doing and, you know. One of my roommates um, shared with me or told me that basically, like, her whole life she'd had, like, really weird experiences with, like, she could, like feel like ghosts in the house and she's like seen some like places that she's lived because she's lived like all over the country and she's always lived in houses that have like tons of people that have lived there and she's said that like anyways that she could like feel the energy and um so one story that goes along with her she one time was home alone I think she was like 15 or something and she's going to bed and her cat, which is, like, a super sweet, nice cat, never, like, hissed or anything at her ever in her, like, whole life. Her cat one night was sitting in the room with her, and she... Um, what happened? Um, she She turns, and, like, her cat is, like, staring at this, like, spot on the wall and just starts hissing. And like starts to like try to claw at it. And like, um, my roommate said that she could like feel like someone was in the room, but she couldn't see anything or see anyone. And all of a sudden, like, her cat like turns around to like towards her, starts hissing. And I guess she, um, said that the cat like jumped up on her and like, just, like, was crazy, and then, but, like, it didn't jump up on her. It was, like, jumping, like, past her, like, past her onto, like, the other side of the bed, and anyway, so she said that she could just feel like someone was in the room with her. Okay, and then one last one, I guess. For me, I was in this apartment at BYU with this girl, you know, that had all these experiences with whatever ghosts or stuff like that. And I remember one night I woke up at like, 3 or something in the morning, and it was so weird because my door to my apartment, like, door to the bedroom, was always shut. We'd always, like, keep it shut. My other roommate was so anal about that. And I remember this night the door was, like, wide open, and I just felt really weird. And I, like, went out and walked down, like, the hallway to, like, the living room area and got a glass of water and just, like, um... And my phone, it was so weird. My phone that I had taken out with me all of a sudden just, like, died on me, even though, like, it was at, like, full charge. And then, so I remember it was turning on because I was so freaked out because I started hearing this, like, talking or something or, like, sounded like it was coming from my phone, but my phone was, like, dead. And so I remember I went up to, like, the door of my, my roommate, this roommate I just told you about, the cat, and she what did she say oh so she was just like mumbling and all of a sudden like it was like she was having a conversation with someone but it was so weird because like it was like a dude's voice in the room and so i thought my other roommate had her like boyfriend over but then i realized right as i was about to open up the door that like my other roommate's boyfriend and her were gone on a trip so there was no guys in the apartment and yeah i was like hearing this like man's voice And all of a sudden the dude just like stops talking and I like hear like movement in the room and I was freaking out. And so I like went, grabbed my water, grabbed my phone that just barely turned back on. And I remember just like walking back down my, like starting to walk back down my hallway and I looked around, there's no one behind me. But then like the spirit was just like, Hey, like keep walking. Like don't look back. And I was just like, Oh my goodness. And I remember I like went to bed that night and, like, shut the door. I woke up in the morning, and the door was open. And my other roommate that had had weird stuff happened to her on the mission, she said that that night she woke up when I woke up and, like, was just laying in bed. And she said when I came back in, there was, like, this, like, dark thing that had, like, followed me, like, into the room. And was just, like, at the end of my bed. So scary, so freaky, really real.
1: I don't know if you want that for your podcast, but there you go. That's my last story. Hopefully. No, I'm out. Okay, bye, Tessa. <laughs> <I> see
0: ya. <laughs> oh, man, that's scary. I can't imagine. So I, she was one of my companions on my mission. And do you remember that scary story I told you about? Yeah. Uh, that all happened with her. So you got something going on, sis. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Um, no but it's scary when things like that happen um oh my gosh I remember her telling me like one night we were falling asleep and she said she couldn't go to sleep that night because there was a black figure in the corner of our room no no I know so I was like "Mm, okay yeah no the cat story why are there so many cats in these stories (laughs) I'm telling you I'm like I need to go check on Lila right now because my cat's out there (laughs) yeah for real I'm gonna go check on her i have this one we can read okay but i feel like more than anything like animals they do like sense things like that Mm-mm. Don't say no. that. <laughs> <laughs> which scary. is why i always feel protected with an animal yeah they give me a heads up before something happens i know that's why like uh with maverick like he
1: barks whenever someone knocks on the door and i'm like it's kind of annoying because he like barks like crazy and like he starts like Going, getting excited yeah so we've been teaching him to like go to the couch but i haven't like really disciplined him and say like no like to the barking because i'm actually like thankful that he barks like when someone's like near he can even hear when i come home like with my beep like when i lock my car he'll start going crazy taylor says so he has to start putting him like saying like couch couch so i kind of like that she, he knows that like someone's near someone's coming to the door like I'm letting you know. Yeah. I don't know if he's trying to let me know, but he... That's he does like let Yeah, know. like I feel yeah. like he's protecting me. And that's why we got a dog. So get an animal. <laughs> that's <laughs>
0: another recommendation. <Yeah. laughs> I um, know, because uh, like with Milo too, like he'll be laying on our bed and then sometimes he'll like perk up. Like he hears something. So it like gives me a little warning, you know? Yeah. Something's going to happen. Something's <laughs> coming.
1: So a little backstory. This girl... And her boyfriend bought an old house, so there was a lot of new construction that they needed to do it within within the house. So, okay, the previous owner papered every wall of the and ceiling, removing removing it is brutal brutal but oddly satisfying. The best feeling is getting a long peel similar to to your skin when you're peeling from a sunburn. I don't know about you but that kind of makes a game appealing on the haunt oh on the haunt on the hunt for the longest piece before the before it rips under a corner section of paper in every room is a person's name and a date curiosity got the best of me and one night i googled one of the names and discovered the person was actually a missing person the missing date matching the date under the wallpaper the next day, I made a list of all the names and dates. Sure enough, each name was for the missing person with the same date. We notified the police who naturally sent out the crime scene team. No, I overheard no, no, no. one text saying, Yep, it's a human. Human? What human? Ma'am, where is the material you removed from the walls already? This is in wallpaper <gasps> you're removing
0: oh no what where is that from <laughs> it's a scary story yeah oh my gosh that's a good one
1: i just found that one <laughs> online
0: do you remember the books in elementary called like spooky stories after dark yeah mm-hmm. those are the best mm-hmm. and they had like the drawings oh, yeah so this next one says one night me and my sister were sitting on the couch watching a movie when one of the dvds went flying across the room towards us my older sister tried to keep it together for the sake of my sanity and tried to figure out a realistic explanation as to how that could happen. We weren't able to come up with anything realistic and just agreed that was definitely some sort of spirit. Scary? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Like I said, guys, you just got to brush it off. Keep walking away. (laughs) Me and my sister had gone into a garage
1: to grab something. Once we tried to head back into the house, the door was locked. We tried opening it, and it couldn't... Couldn't op- and we couldn't open it we called our dad to open the door for us and he came and was like how could you guys not get in the door was already unlocked and we were like no the door was locked and we couldn't open it of course as parents they didn't believe either of stories that we had told them and made us just think we were crazy still a mystery if that's a weird if that was a weird coincidence or a spirit
0: scary I just thought of two other ones Okay. as as you read that story. So one that kind of goes along with that. One night I was home alone um, at my mom's house and just doing my thing, doing homework. And then I hear, like typically I can hear the garage open and that's when I know like somebody's coming home. So I thought I heard like the garage door open, not the big garage door, but like the one leading into the house. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, somebody's home. But then it was still like quiet. And I was like, hello? Like, I named, like, my brother's names. Nobody came. And I, so I got freaked out. And I ran and I hid in my closet. And I totally thought, like, this is the end. Like, I'm going to die. And I heard creaks down the stairs, like, coming towards my door. And, like, I had shut my door, too. And I just heard it stop at my door. Like, there was, Mm -mm. I was like, I'm dead. Like, I literally thought that was the end of me. I would have thought I was dead, too. But luckily nothing happened and i just i hid in the closet until my parents came home but it was the scariest thing in my life yeah i and plus that uh, i would f- have felt like
1: trapped in my closet like there's yeah. not like there's no like there's a wall behind you like you can't really escape like escape, escape yeah. anywhere like you're you're trapped mm-hmm. so i,
0: would I was have been trapped either way yeah so scary super scary and then this is one actually that my aunt had experienced So she's also in my mom's house, and it was also the basement right next to my room. And she was staying the night there, like, after a long night, her and her kids. And one night she woke up, and she saw a little boy at the end of her bed. And she thought it was, like, her little boy. So she's like, come back to bed, come lay back to bed. And then she, like, rolled over, and she realized that her son was actually already in the bed. And so, like, she looked back. And the figure was still there, just this little boy. And she, like, told her son to go take him, like, back up. She thought it was, like, some, like, her cousin, like, one of my brothers or something. She just, like, out of it because she was sleeping. Yeah. And then she realized, like, wait, what the heck? So she goes up to follow, to see where her son went. And her son had, like, fallen asleep on the couch. But still don't know, like, who that boy was or anything. Oh, my gosh scary huh yeah i'm pretty sure i butchered that story but something along those lines yeah (laughs) i'm watching disney tonight i'm telling you guys yep after this episode turn on some good music or disney or something that will make you laugh yeah tag us screenshot this and tag us and let us know which one was your favorite which one was the spookiest for you
1: yeah and also i think it'd be fun to see like what kind of fall activities you guys are doing
0: all right (laughs) we will see you guys next week
1: Bye. bye